Welcome to the Dallas Express Show as we draw near the end of a remarkable 2023. I'm your host, Sarah Zubiate Bennett. Today, it's our pleasure to introduce a distinguished guest, Arun Agarwal. As a CEO of Next, an eminent Dallas-based textile company, Arun brings a blend of entrepreneurial spirit and civic duty to the table. His commitment to the community is evident through his role on the Dallas Park Board, where he serves as Mayor Eric Johnson's appointee for two years and, as of September 2021, holds the title of Board President. Continuing his trajectory of service, Arun has been selected to chair the Community Bond Task Force Committee, a pivotal role in shaping the 2024 Capital Bond Program. This program promises to be a cornerstone for our city's growth, focusing on public safety, infrastructure, and meeting our most pressing needs. As we seg into discussing the historic landmarks on the Hop On Hop Off trolley tour that stand as testaments to Dallas's rich heritage, Arun's insights promise to be as illuminating as the city skyline. Join us as we explore how our past will influence the visionary strides we're taking into the future with Arun Agarwal guiding the conversation. I'm gonna actually have to reference this Arun because your list of accomplishments and your biography is so extensive. Um, but our viewers and listeners are actually able to see a printout of your biography because it is too long for me oh. to read off. You've demonstrated exemplary leadership as a CEO of Next, which is a Dallas-based textile firm. You serve as a Dallas Park board president. The governor appointed you as the vice chairman of the Texas Economic Development Court Board of Directors. But then locally, our mayor appointed you to serve our community even more by being chair of the Community Bond Task Force, which is really why I wanted you to come today. What I'm really wanting our viewers and listeners to learn about is how this bond, this approximately $1 billion bond, is going to help shape Dallas. Well, thank you, Sarah, again for having me uh, this morning and for that kind introduction. Looking at my face, people always, first question they ask is, where are you from? And my answer is, you know, I was born in India, but I was made in Texas. Yes. And that, that <laughs> truly is one of the reasons, you know, I try to give back in a way. And if one common theme you have seen in anything which, you know, I'm doing in the as a public service, it's all tied to economic development. And that's where to come to your question of uh, bond task force. This is a huge task and this will shape our city for many years to come. Yes, and also thank you to your wife, because I know the amount of time that you spend serving, having a supportive spouse is a blessing. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You know, only negative side is if we go to a park on a stroll and if there is a trash, she blames me for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand that, <laughs> I understand that. Would you mind telling our viewers and listeners how this capital bond program differs from annual budgetary allocations? The core theme of uh, the bond program is this is the money we are spending against the future revenues which we can borrow against and anything we spend on the bond money that should have at least 20 years of shelf life. If the money I'm putting it that cannot sustain for 20 years, it cannot go as uh, expenditure into the bond program. 
you know, my uh, priorities since the day one has been that how do we leverage these dollars and how do we create those uh, new uh, uh, areas of investment which, we, which can shine and we can call it as a pride of Dallas. There's a graph that I took from the Dallas City website, which our viewers and listeners are able to see right now. And it has icons that show streets and transportation, parks and trails, flood control and storm drainage, economic development, housing and homeless solutions, and critical facilities. I know at least through our Dallas Express polling, our community continues to voice homelessness and crime as their top concerns. Can you talk about how the money that's being allocated or most recently discussed, I know there's been some changes sure. to it, how those will be applied to address those two buckets? No, great, great question. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have needs worth $18 billion and you only have around $1.1 billion to allocate, it's it's not, it's a very hard task to do. Mm -hmm. So there is a task force which is uh, supported by five subcommittees. And these subcommittees are pretty much the areas where you have mentioned. The subcommittees came back to the task force with an ask of $1.8 billion. Now, again, the money which city manager said we can have is $1.1 billion. Mm -hmm. So we had to uh, see how we can, I say it's an expensive haircut, give that $700 million haircut to yeah. come for $1.1 billion. And that's where I think task force allocated these buckets which you have seen in terms of mayor and city council has pretty much given their priorities as three Ps. Uh, public safety, parks, and we call it potholes, but streets. If we're looking at crime, how is this allocation of approximately 200 million going to help, and again, it's one particular bucket, right? Sure. 200 million approximately going to help reduce crime. Is it 15 million that's gonna be going towards the new Dallas police building? I want. Uh, everyone to understand that public safety when it comes to police officers hiring and all that's not part of the bond process it is about how do we create that infrastructure to support public safety and that's where this bond is going to do I think by the allocation to the police Academy we already have uh, uh, state committed 20 million dollars so the least we can do is match that fund uh, of 20 million but we need to go above and beyond that and the vision of that police academy for the uh, which mayor has and for the right reason is to create a state of the art police academy which not only gives us the new workforce which we are lacking heavily i think we are getting less officers yeah. which we can encourage to join then they are retiring there is, I think other day I was hearing a data, we only are getting a net gain of maybe 11 officers in a year where the need is at least you know 200 plus That's because right. we can't find enough talent. That's right. And this police academy not only will meet our needs for the future talent, but at the same time it will become a revenue generation by providing a base for other cities in the country to come and send their officers for training. Moving over to the potholes in the streets because oh my gosh i i'm constantly complaining in the car yeah, yeah. <laughs> um about the streets sure. how do you think spending more of this allocated money on 
streets and repair are going to help attract new people to Dallas? Well, I, I think, you know, streets should not be about attracting new people. That's a basic amenity we owe to our citizens. Mm -hmm. And you're very right. I, I think our street needs work. I think there is maintenance which has been uh, lacking. One thing we have to be careful as bond task force that, again, I said the the basic objective of the bond uh, money is that it should be a capital improvement and it should be a street which we redo, which will sustain for, sustain for 20 years. Our maintenance should come to the standard levels with our budgetary allocations that we are not talking about in the bond to repair the streets in the disguise of capital improvement. Exactly. exactly. I couldn't agree yeah. more with you on that. Thank you for addressing that. Tell me where your role stops. So the money is allocated. Let's say $375 million is allocated towards streets and transportation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who is responsible for ensuring that that money is spent on street repairs? And the second part to that question, how are you determining who gets priority in those repairs? Sure. So as I mentioned, there is a the street and transportation subcommittee and they really have done the heavy load linda coop the chair of that amazing person yes then heavy work gets done with her subcommittee and there are you know we have equity scores we have need scores every street has a grading from a b c d uh, level based on those the subcommittee now allocates those uh, dollars to the street level and what we are recommending, it's coming from the ground, it's coming from the citizens' uh, uh, recommendations, it's coming from those 90 plus volunteers who are giving their time to do it with no vested interest. I don't think you know there can be a better uh, non-partisan recommendation which can go to the council. Yes, I agree. And clearly, parks are near and dear to your heart. Sure. And the most recent figure I've seen being allocated for parks and trails are what, 350 million? Yes. Roughly. Um, can you give us any details on what that 350 million will bear in terms of fruit? Absolutely. Well, one thing since, you know, I'm here, I want to address people have said I'm biased towards parks. Let me make it clear. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is no doubt yes, about that. Yes. That's the reason mayor appointed me mm -hmm. because that was one of his priorities as well. At the same time, is this bias for a reason? Of course, it's for a reason. Our parks are not only quality of life, which uh, the new employees looking, for which the people are looking when they are trying to call Dallas as a home. Okay. It's uh, besides quality of life, it's economic development. Trails which we are building, they are not only quality of life, they are transportation. I have seen kids getting on bicycles and going on the school, which their parents would not allow earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, they, you talked about public safety. Parks are about public safety. You know, we took those parks right across South Oak Cliff uh, High School, which you used to find drug paraphernalia. We made that into a park with the exercise equipment, with the, you know outdoor lighting connected to the trail. The area has transformed. So parks actually should not be looked only as some fancy green space. It's meeting multi-purpose objectives of what our vision for the city should be. Now, having said that, I think of $350 million, $75 million have been allocated to the 
partnership match. With that $75 million, we are going to get more than $400 million, which our partners are going to match. Oh. Can there be a better return on your investment than this? We did a study with HRNA. Every dollar invested into Park, you bring $7 worth of economic return every year. Mm -hmm. And we have seen it. Clyde Warren Park, I think it was debated 10 years back. Oh, we are wasting money yes. and see what has happened. $2 billion of development around it. So That's is it owed deal. to our residents? Of course it is. As far as I understand it, the economic development, housing and homeless solutions um, have been altered to be 100 million, right. right? Can you talk to us about how this is going to help those experiencing chronic homelessness have shelter? Chronic is the right word you have said. We are, you know, allocating money for facilities like Bridge, which needs an upgrade That's and right. which can be. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the same time, after that, I have not seen a serious plan where this would go. And for both housing and homeless, if we do it without a plan, then it'll be like those hotels we bought and we've been sitting there without being used. Right. So there need to be a bigger focus, which is more than a bond money on the homeless solution. Mm -hmm. And I think we were talking, you mentioned about mm -hmm. San Antonio's uh, Haven for Hope. Haven for hope. Yep. That, that's the plan we need. And without that plan, just for the allocation, money will be just going to the developers to make them rich. Is there anything else that you want to add that can help our viewers become excited about what's to come? The city of Dallas is in the, at a level of renaissance. We are seeing the number two. Texas is the fastest growing state in the country and two cities which are leading it is Dallas and Austin, uh, truly. And Dallas have more resources. We need to grow south. If we don't grow south, Dallas cannot grow. And that's where the resources has to go. And one thing I would request, I think few council people, I would want, won't name them, they have uh, started a campaign of hatred. Yeah, they might not agree, but please don't start campaign of hatred around you know what the priorities of task force is doing. You have power to change it. We are doing you know, what we are hearing from public and what the best allocation of resources would be. So uh, just just be uh, careful about, you know, how you are using your words in your office, uh, which, which is coming across as a hatred right now. Thank you for that, Arun. We continue to lose a lot of our core in Dallas to a lot of our suburbs. But I do believe that by having certain percentage of this allocated to Dallas, like sure. you said, by growing south, right. um, even within our downtown space, right. to liven our downtown, Absolutely. we must do that if we're going to retain and attract exactly. talent in our city, which is very magical and, as you said, on the cusp of really continuing to grow as an international influence. Yeah. So Sarah, and I'm a little older than you, but when we graduated, we used to see, okay, I'll go to work in Seattle because Microsoft is there, or I'll go yeah. to Illinois because Caterpillar is there. Mm -hmm. Today, that's not happening. I know. Today, employers are going where employees are. And guess where employees are going? where there are good parks, where there are good school uh, museum districts, where there are good sports team, and Dallas is excelling in all of them, And but we can do much better. Mm -hmm. So with what we are doing, I think it automatically becomes part of economic development. Thank you so much yeah. for your yeah. insight, Arun. Yeah. I appreciate you Thank being you, here. Thank you, Sarah.
So we just hopped off the hop on hop off tour trolley, which was absolutely spectacular. Wonderful to get acquainted with the city in a trolley. If you see here, we're here at Neiman Marcus downtown. It's their flagship. It's absolutely stunning inside. I actually took a fun picture with Santa right inside. It's right behind here. And he's actually one of the coolest Santas around. I'd love for you all to come with me. Just hop into the Zodiac room with me and I think we'll be good. Hi, Santa. Hey. Do you mind if I just sit right here with you? Okay. Okay, sounds good. So how long is Santa here? Every day. 